Hello, friends, and welcome to today's episode where I am going to be going over the differences between what is distant learning and then what is homeschooling. Why are there differences? What makes them completely different? They are not even the same. I can't tell you how many people have come up to me over the past few years and was like, I could never homeschool. I tried that when the pandemic was here. I just can't do it. And I'm like, no, it is not even the same. And I'm going to go over eight reasons why distant learning is not the same as homeschooling whatsoever. Hi, friends. Are you ready to homeschool, but you're just not sure how to begin? Do you feel overwhelmed or frustrated with the public school and noticing that your child is constantly struggling or falling behind? Are you ready to say goodbye to that hectic and stressful weekday schedule and embrace a completely different approach? Do you find that your child is exhausted from those long days at school, followed by hours of homework at night? And are you constantly experiencing stress and overwhelm as a result? I'm here to share some great news with you. There is a better way, and it's called homeschooling. Experience quiet and peaceful mornings again. How about instilling a sense of joy and excitement for learning in your child? Witness their true passions unfold as you go on this fulfilling journey together. Welcome to Hooked on Homeschool. I am Dawn Janowitz, a homeschool mom, wife, podcaster, and online course creator. And I want to give you the clarity, the confidence, the freedom, and all the strategies to show you that it is possible to create an amazing homeschool experience that works for both you and your kids. So come on, ladies, let's go from hot mess express to fierce and fun, and let's get hooked on homeschool. Okay, friends, so I'm going to go into the differences, eight differences of why homeschooling is completely different than distant learning. Now, I started homeschooling seven or eight years ago before the pandemic. So when I was homeschooling, parents always would say to me, I could never homeschool. I don't have the patience. Number one, we'll have to go into that another time because you do have the patience. You do. I promise you. Okay. But the thing is, is before the pandemic, What would happen is people would just say, I don't have the patience, I don't have the time, blah, blah, blah. So, but after the pandemic or during, what they would say is, I did the distant learning. Oh my gosh, my kid wouldn't sit there. I couldn't teach them. But I'm going to go over eight differences on why it, it was like that, why it's not even close to homeschooling, okay? So the first thing is, number one is tailoring the curriculum. you get to choose and pick whatever curriculum that you want to do when you homeschool. In some states, you do not have to be accountable to no one. In Florida, we do not have to be accountable to anyone. I know in New York, you have to turn in your curriculum, tell them what you're going to do, but you still get to pick your own curriculum. I think there are maybe some states that you have to tell them what you're doing, but I don't think any state really will tell you what curriculum you have to choose. So as a homeschooling family, you get complete control over exactly what curriculum that you choose and if you even want to use a curriculum, right, you can also unschool. But what you want to do is you want to tailor it to meet 
the needs and the interests of your child. So that way they can have a love of learning. They can have a deeper engagement in that learning, right? In distant learning, the curriculum is often standardized. It comes from the school. It lacks flexibility. It doesn't, it's not personalized to your child. So it's just like a continuation of school. So one, you get to choose your own curriculum. Even if you want a curriculum, you get to do what you get to customize it to your child's learning. And with distant learning, you don't get to do any of that. Okay. So number two, flexibility when scheduling, when you want to actually do your homeschooling. So in distant learning, a lot of times the child had to sit there at the computer with the teacher and they had to sit there for seven or eight hours, five to seven hours, somewhere around there. And you had to do it at certain times. And sometimes you even had homework. With homeschooling, it's flexibility. You do not have to do homeschooling when someone is telling you to. You have complete control over when you want to homeschool, whether you want them to do it in the morning or whether you want them to do it in the evening or throughout the day or just two days a week, three days a week. You have complete control. You are not accountable to anybody, okay? Number three, an individualized instruction. So what I mean by that is homeschooling enables one-on-one instruction, tailoring methods to your child's learning style, their ability, fostering optimal growth and their comprehension, their concentration. You get to do an individualized instruction to your child on however they want to learn. When you're doing distant learning, it's typically standardized instruction for a massive group of people, and it doesn't look at the individual needs learning their preferences so that every single child goes online and is going to learn the exact same thing. They're not, what if someone's a visual learner? What if someone's an auditory learner? What if someone's kinesthetic? What if they need to be moving around? It's just a blanket. This is what we're going to teach you. This is what you need to know. And if a child doesn't feel like they can keep up with the pace or anything like that, they get behind and it's very frustrating. But when you do homeschooling, it's individualized. If the child is falling behind or the child isn't picking up the information as fast as they should be, they can take more time to go over that. Or let's say the child is picking up the information very easy. They can actually go faster through that material. So let's say you have a child that's doing distant learning and they're following along on the computer and it's actually boring to them. They already know this. They're waiting for their friends to catch up. They're light years ahead they're going to get bored. They're going to be just as miserable as a child who can't keep up. Okay. Number four, what about opportunities for hands-on learning? So from homeschooling perspective, you have discovery. You use your hands. You can go out and touch and see and feel, and you can learn. You can go to museums. You can go to exhibits. There is abundant opportunities for hands-on learning. This way the child retains all their information. They go on field trips and you're actually doing like real world applications, right? You're applying sometimes what you've just learned and now you're going out into the world and then you're applying it. Such as if you're doing a study on animals, you can now go to the zoo and you can take a class there at the zoo. They always have homeschool classes and things. You can kind of dive deep more into that, right? Well, in distant learning, it will present challenges because there's usually no hands-on experience, right? You're watching a computer screen with a teacher or you're doing book work. And if a child is a kinesthetic learner, then they're going to have a really hard time just sitting there listening or watching the teacher. And they're not 
able to actually physically get to touch and see and feel, and it's just a completely different experience. Hi, friends. Are you wanting to homeschool, but you just don't even know where to start? If so, I have got some exciting news to share with you. Did you know that I have a free workshop that will help you get started with homeschooling? Plus, I'll give you valuable tips and insights to help guide you along the way. I invite you to visit Hooked on Homeschool, where I'll teach you how to create an amazing homeschool experience right now. Take this first step towards the incredible journey of homeschooling by visiting hookedonhomeschool.com. Okay, so the next one is socialization and also peer interaction. Oh my goodness. So we have talked about this in many, many episodes um, when I talk to other homeschooling moms about socialization. Homeschool kids are socialized with not only older children, but also younger children. They're also around a lot of elderly or older people, which create just such a special bond of wisdom, right? So instead of after school going home and having homework, maybe they can go to their grandparents' house or their aunt or uncle's house or do that during the day. There is something to be said about just not being with your peers all day, every day. So when you're homeschooling, it allows for an intentional socialization. So when we have a field trip planned, it is an intentional time to go out and kids, make sure you meet your friends, talk to your friends, make friends, have fun, play, run around. That is an intentional field trip. Maybe you're going to your co-op, community activities. You want to strengthen those interpersonal relationships and skills, right? So distant learning is going to limit opportunities because it's just peer-to-peer interaction if they're on maybe Zoom. And it can also affect development. Uh, During COVID, we understand that a lot of kids were inside doing their schoolwork online and really had a lot of struggle with that. During COVID, we were homeschooling. We started before COVID, a few years before COVID. And my kids, we went everywhere we were allowed to go. Florida didn't really shut down. So it was a very, it was just a normal day, normal week, normal year for us. We went out, we did things. We we did things with homeschool groups that went out and played and went to field trips and went to things that were we were allowed to go to. So it really didn't limit any of our socialization. And I know a lot of homeschool families also uh, did that as well. So we probably did more of that during COVID because of everything being shut down and not a lot of places to actually go to. So we actually did a lot of time spending with each other, bonding with each other. And our kids kind of just kind of went through it like it was normal. There wasn't a whole lot of social development issues that came from that. Okay. And then the next one, number six, is the parents getting to be involved in your child's education. And I think this is a big one because we want to be involved. I want to see what they're learning, but I don't I don't do it because I want to like make sure that they're learning, but it's fun to see them laugh and and get excited with you right there learning with them. Not so much as they get older, but definitely when they're in elementary school, they love to show you what they are learning and it's really fun for them. You get to see them smile and giggle and and mess up on a spelling word and you tickle them and just have a really good time and you have fun with them and you make your involvement with your children a lot more fun. So when you're doing distant learning, you don't have you kind of don't know what's going on with what your child is learning, right? They're at the computer, but you're not there. You're not monitoring it. Maybe this just happened and you had to now be home and 
you're working from home. So you kind it's kind of unintentional. It was like an unintentional. Now they're home. They have to do all this stuff online. They don't want to do it. You don't want to do it. And so it's like a clashing of nobody wants to do it. Nobody wants to be online for many hours a day. And so that's what would happen with distant learning. The parent is getting thrown into it as well. Their life was kind of upside down. The child's life was upside down. And everyone's like, what do we do? And everyone's trying to learn how to get on the computer. So there was a lot of issues with that. So it's definitely two different things when you're talking about distant learning and homeschooling when it comes to the parent involvement, right? Number seven, building strong family bonds. So this is kind of going to go off of the last one. When you're with your child every day and you are the one teaching them, it offers increased quality time spent together. You're, you're sharing learning experiences and you have the ability to like prioritize your values. You get to teach them your values, your tradition. You start off the day, maybe sit on the floor with your children in circle time and you go over some things you want to do for the day. Maybe you have like a little meeting, family meeting. You talk about how well they're doing. You talk about each other's strengths and you just create a really amazing time for the beginning of the day. And then maybe at the end of the day, you talk about what went right, what we could do better. But when you're doing distant learning, you're not involved in what's going on with their education and you have to be on, you know, maybe the computer at a certain time, you have to be on the computer at a certain time. So you're not actually able to like sit there with them and learn what they're learning because it's, it's, it's not like you're sitting there doing a workbook together, or maybe that day, if you're homeschooling, you don't even want to do a computer assignment. You want to go out to field trips and co-ops and different things like that. Right. So there's a lot of different distinctions of family bonding when a child is doing homeschooling versus when a child is doing distant learning. Okay, and the last one, number eight, is technology. So when you're distant learning, your children were mostly just on the computers all day long. I heard of kindergartners having to do seven hours on a computer. Now, I don't know any that actually had to do that. And I would love if someone actually had to do that during distant learning, please reach out to me. I don't know anybody... I've heard of that and I just can't even imagine that. I can't even imagine that they expected even a first grader to sit on a computer and and do schoolwork and like it and love it. That's the key to love it, to want to do it. When you're homeschooling, kindergarten is completely different. Kindergarten is all about play. Kids learn through play. If you look at what kindergartners learned 30 years ago compared to now, It's like completely different. We are giving them so much more information that we need them to learn. And it's really not fair to them because when they're playing, they are learning. They're learning how to take turns. They're learning how to figure out whose toy it is and how to bond and how to figure out rules and what they need to do. And they're learning so much when they're playing. Sometimes they're playing imagination things. They're playing house they're playing Barbies. That is so important for a child to be creative and do those things. So when you're distant learning and you're on a computer all day, your your child is basically just up against technology. There's there's it's a computer. It's not something that they're playing with and they're having imagination and being creative. So it's such a big difference when it comes to those two things. So I really wanted to go over these eight different reasons why I think that homeschooling and distant learning, they have some like overlapping aspects, right? You're you're still learning, but they're distinct 
distinctions are completely different in a child's education. So I wanted to go over kind of the pros and the cons so you can really see the difference and shed light on the unique advantages of homeschooling and why it is different than distant learning. I hope that this has really helped you and anybody who has had any questions and really did the distant learning and just did not like it. And now they're thinking about homeschooling because they've got friends doing it and they thought distant learning was not for them. It is two completely different things. So hopefully you'll give it another shot. You'll you'll try it. You'll figure out what works for you, the flow for you and your family, and really try and deep dive into what homeschooling is all about. And I feel like you will just love it. So thank you so much for listening and see you next time. Hi, friend. Before you go, I want to thank you for listening. And if you found this podcast helpful, I would truly be grateful if you could just take a moment and leave me a five-star review. Your review will help me improve and reach more listeners who could benefit from homeschooling. Until next time, keep exploring and discovering new ways to make your homeschooling a fun and enjoyable experience. Happy homeschooling.